The vacation is over! And we are back. And nothing has changed. Except for one thing. The Mud Hens are out of the playoffs. The Tigers suck. What else is new? And roll, tribe, roll. But we are closer than ever to the start of the NFL and college football season. But we kick off this weekend with the OHSAA football schedule. A nice long vacation leads into a, a full week of shows right here on the All Andy Alford Network, provided by Anchor on the Anchor Pi, on the Anchor's Network with iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now. Any way you're listening to us, however you're listening to us, and whenever you're listening to us, thank you for tuning in to the program. And I love you guys! And welcome in to this Tuesday edition, the 21st of August, 2018. We are back, baby! Woo! And welcome into another edition of the program. This is all Andy Alford. I am your host, Andy Alford. And you are listening to us on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be iTunes, whether it be Google Podcasts, whether it be Spotify, whether it be, you know, Podcasts Now, whatever you're listening to us, however you're listening to us, and whenever you're listening to us, thank you for tuning into the program tonight on this Tuesday edition. Got a lot to get into. Uh, I was on vacation last week. Um, that's why I didn't do any shows. We're doing three shows this week. Yes, I said that right. We are doing three shows this week. So be prepared for your inbox to be exploded with my face all over it. As all Andy Alfred gets you set for the NFL season. Yes, the NFL preview show. It's going to happen. It will drop tomorrow night. Eight. It will drop tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, on the Anchor Network, as well as on iTunes, Google Podcasts. You name it, we will be on it, and we will be talking about the NFL. You'll hear my predictions on this upcoming season, how the Browns, how the Lions, Steelers, the Dallas Cowboys are going to fare. We'll look at their schedules and see what's going to happen this season in the NFL. And in my opinion, who I think is going to raise the Vince Lombardi Trophy come February 3rd, 2019. So let's get right into it. And we'll start with the diamond first of first and foremost. Detroit headed into oh but before before we continued on. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button. And follow us on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alfred. It is at all Andy Alfred. And you can be a part of the show anytime by using the hashtag AAA Live. That's AAA Live. So, welcome in to the program. Let's dive right into it. And let's let's definitely hit the diamond first and foremost. And like I said, after the vacation, nothing has really changed. And Detroit just... If it hasn't proved this year that this is a rebuilding year, and you're saying, well, they could still contend, they could still... No, don't, 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 st- don't start yourself. Okay? Don't start yourself. 
Detroit is not going to be good for the next three years. They've got a broken horse in Miguel Cabrera. Victor, who's eating so much of the paycheck. And now you have a group of young kids that is trying to be the development, and they're being held back by a guy who doesn't know about sabermetrics! As the Tigers went and on a road trip, they're finishing up their they finished up their road trip in Minnesota, and they took on the Twins. And the Twins take take three of four out of this final series before they head home Thursday night. A shellacking. It was a home run hitting game between the two teams, as the Minnesota Twins defeated the Detroit Tigers fifteen to eight. Francisco Liriano gets the loss. He goes to 3-8 with a 4.72 ERA. Brad May gets the win. He goes to 1-0 with a 1.35 ERA. Polanco, Santo, Ardinez, all homering for the Minnesota Twins. For the Tigers, it was Nick Castellanos, his 18th. Uh, Mikey Mon took his first. James McCann, his 7th. And Nico Goodrum, his 13th of the season. As the Tigers fall 15-8 to the Minnesota Twins Thursday. And then Friday... They had a chance to win, and they couldn't get the job done. And they lose to Minnesota 5-4. to four. Gibson gets the win. He goes to 7-9 with a 3.51 ERA. Josh Boyd gets the loss. He goes to 7-11 with a 4.27 ERA. No home runs hit for the Tigers. For the Twins, it was Rosario, his 21st. Austin, his 10th. And Joe Maurer, the old man himself, his 4th of the season. Rodgers gets to save his first save of the season. But the Tigers did salvage the series and did get a win on Saturday as they cruise to a 7-5 victory. Carpenter gets the win. He goes to 1-1 one one with a 6 ERA. Danny Duffy gets the loss. He goes to 1-2 with a 6.35 ERA. Shane Green gets his 26th save of the season. As Montuk went deep, his second of the year. Maurer his fifth. Austin his 11th. Sano his 11th. And Gervantes his seventh of the season. So chance to split the series on Sunday and they couldn't get the job done. Another loss for the Tigers as they lose lose 5 to 4 on Sunday. Alex Wilson gets the loss. He goes to 1 and 4 with a 4.04 ERA. Hildenberger gets the win. He goes to 3 and 3 with a 4.48 ERA. No team both teams had no home runs hit in the game. Now, the Tigers are off, were off on Monday. They're opening up a two-game set. It's a full weekend set, a four a six-game set. With all the Chicago teams, it starts tonight with a quick two-game series with the Chicago Cubs of the North Side at Comerica Park. Tonight, it will be Hendricks on the hill. He is 9-9 with a 4.11 ERA. It will be Jordan Zimmerman on the hill for Detroit. He's 5-5 with a 4.36 ERA, 7-5 first pitch. That game on Comcast Sports Net Chicago or Fox Sports Detroit or MLB TV, of course. Wednesday, this is the game where I think could we could see some history. John Lester's on the hill. He's 13-5 with a 3.72 ERA. Liriano, 3-8 with a 4.72 ERA. Game time, 7.05 for the first pitch. I say that because how bad the Tigers' bats have been, I wouldn't be surprised if Lester throws a no-hitter. It's the same, it's the, it's the damn truth. Lester is dominant. Top tier pitcher in the National League Central. We'll see. 705 first pitch for that one. 
the game on two, Thursday, it will be James Shields on the hill, 5-14 and 14 with a 4.39 ERA as the Tigers take on the south side version of Chicago's team, the Chicago White Sox. 110 first pitch on Thursday. Josh Boyd on the hill, 7-11 with a 4.27 ERA. 110 start time for that game on Thursday. We'll preview the weekend's, the rest of the weekend series for the Tigers on Friday's edition of All Andy Alford. So be prepared for that. So the Tigers opening up this long homestand, six-game homestand with all the Chicago teams. Looking forward to seeing how they do against the Cubs and how good the Cubs are this year. We'll see what happens with that. But... Another team that had its struggles, couldn't get the sweep, was the Cleveland Indians. But they took two or three against Baltimore and officially have knocked Baltimore out of the playoffs. Yes, I said that right, folks. Baltimore is officially eliminated on of the playoffs on this, the August 21st, 2018. We still have a month and a half left to play a baseball. And that team has already been knocked out of the playoffs. It shows you how pathetic they are. Friday night, Cleveland getting the win. 2-1. to one. Cookie Carrasco gets his 15th win of the season. He goes to 15-6 and six with a 3.33 ERA. Hess gets the loss for Baltimore. He's now 2-7 and seven with a 5.95 ERA. Uh, Jose Ramirez is 37th home run of the season. As Cody Allen got the save, his 24th of the season. And then Baltimore got a hold of the of a win against the Tribe on Saturday afternoon. Cobb gets the win. He goes to 4-15 and with a 5.09 ERA. Plunko gets the loss for Cleveland. He is now 4-3 and with a 4.62 ERA. As Villar and Mullins all homered for Baltimore. Villar his ninth. Mullins his first. No home runs hit for the Tribe. The concluding game Sunday sees the Indians putting up an 8th spot on the board, beating the Baltimore Orioles 8 to nothing. Mike Clevenger gets the win. He goes to 9-7 and seven with a 3.25 ERA. Ramirez, Yandy Ramirez, gets the loss. He goes to 1-5 with a 6.49 ERA. The Milkman delivered for the Tribe his, his fourth of the season as the Indians take 2-3 against Baltimore. Now headed, Then they now are in Boston to take on the Boston Red Sox in a what, in my opinion, could be the American League Division Championship. And Cleveland got the win last night. Corey Kluber, a gem of a ball game, struggled early, got got into the rhythm, and the Tribe gets the win. Brantley, Cabrera, Allen, all homering for the for the Tribe. Milkman delivered his fifth of the season. Brantley is fourteenth. Allen his second. As Kluber gets the win, he's now sixteen and six with a two point seven four ERA. Rick Porcello, the loss, he goes to fifteen and six with a four point one four ERA. Cody Allen shutting the door down in the ninth inning. Had two on in the ninth inning. It was a almost panic time, but the tribe gets a win. So they win five to four. They'll start a game. They'll continue the four game series in Boston. It will be the believer Shane Bieber on the hill, six and two with a four point three. 
seven ERA. He'll take on Elvidaldi, who's five and four with a three point six two ERA. Seven oh five first pitch for that one. Carlo Carrasco, Cookie will go on the hill on Wednesday. He's thirteen and six with a three point three three ERA. Johnson will start for Boston. He is four and three with a four point oh ERA. That game seven oh five. Thursday, the concluding game of the series, a one fifteen start time. Adam Polunko starting for the tribe. He is four and three with a th- 4.02 ERA. David Price on the hill for the try for the uh, Red Sox. He's 13 and six with a 3.69. All games on the Nesson Network as well as on MLB Network, MLB.tv, and Fox Sports Time Ohio. The Tribe then will go to Kansas City starting Friday for a three-game series. We'll preview that series as well too on. Friday's edition. So now let's take a look at the scoreboard from last night. The other two games, besides the Indians game last night, this is what happened last night in the major leagues. A light schedule. Only 10 games on the docket yesterday evening. And like I said before, Baltimore losing to Cleveland and then they lose last night to the Toronto Blue Jays mathematically officially eliminates them for the playoffs as they lost 5-3 to to the Blue Jays. Texas getting shellacked in the Coliseum in Oakland, 9 to nothing. San Francisco in extra innings gets the win. They go they improve to 62 and 64 with a 2 to 1 victory over the Mets. The Mariners were a winner 7 to 4 over the Houston Astros. You can't you can't count out the Mariners right now. You really can't count out the Mariners right now. Tampa Bay getting the win over Kansas City blanking the the Royals 1 to nothing. It was the the Dodgers losing to the Cardinals 5 to 3. Pittsburgh getting Shut out one to nothing over the Atlanta Braves. Cincinnati getting the loss in Milwaukee five to two, and the White Sox cruise to an eight five victory over the Minnesota Twins. So now the games tonight on the docket look like this: fifteen games on the docket tonight in Major League Baseball. It will be the Chicago White Sox in Minnesota tonight. That game uh, eight ten start will be Boros versus Kupnik. Kupnik making his Major League debut, folks. This is something you want to take a look at. It'll be interesting. 8-10 start time for that one. The Yankees are in Miami tonight. It'll be Tanaka versus Lopez. The Dodgers are home to play the, the Cardinals. That's Renew versus Polinski. That's Renew versus Polinski. 8-10 start time sees the Twins taking, excuse me, the Brewers taking on the, the Cincinnati Redlegs. It will be Romero versus Guerrero. Atlanta's in Pittsburgh for a game two of the series. It'll be Nova versus Guzman. Philadelphia is in Washington. A big series tonight at 7.05. Vasquez versus Rourke. Baltimore is taking on Toronto. Bundy versus Garavando. Uh, let's see here. The Angels are in Arizona to take on the Diamondbacks. San Diego is in Colorado. That's Aaron versus uh, Anderson. 7.10. Kansas City is in Tampa Bay. That's Sparkman versus Snell. And at 10-10, it will be Peacock versus Leak as the Astros take on the Seattle Mariners. Looking at the standings going into tonight's play, this is what it looks like. In first place in the American League Central, the Cleveland Indians are in first place. With a, with a record, let's see here. Here it is. With the record of, here it is. Record of 72 and 52, first place. Minnesota 59 and 63, 13 games out of first place. Detroit 51 and 74, 21 and a half games out of first place. The White Sox are 47 and 77, 25 games out of first place. And Kansas City 
It's 38 and 87, 34 and a half games out of first place. In the American League East, Boston is 88 and 38 in first place. The Yankees, 78 and 46, nine games out of first place. Tampa Bay, 64 and 61, 23 and a half games out of first place. Toronto, 56 and 69, 31 and a half games out of first place. And like I mentioned, Baltimore officially eliminated from the playoffs. Their their record right now, 37 and 88, 50 and a half games out of first place. The American League West looks like this. It's a pretty open shoot three-way race right now. Houston is still in first place at 75 and 49. The Athletics are 75 and 50, only a half game out of first place. So these games, see, they were rooting for Seattle to beat Houston. And Seattle is 71 and 54. They're four and a half games out. They're still in the mathematically in, in it still. Angels of Anaheim are 63 and 63, 13 games out of first place. And the Texas Rangers are 56 and 71, 20 and a half games out of first place. In the National League in the senior circuit, Atlanta is in first place. Now overtaking the Philadelphia Phillies with a record of 69 and 55. Philadelphia 68 and 56, a game out of first place. Washington 62 and 63, seven and a half out. I don't think the Nationals are going to finally catch up. I don't think they're going to catch up. The Mets are 54 and 70, 15 games out of first place. And the Miami Marlins are 50 and 76, 20 games out of first place. In the, in the National League Central, the Cubs are 71 and 52 going into their series against the Tigers tonight. Milwaukee 70 and 57, three games out of first place. Seattle, uh, St. Louis 68 and 57, four games out of first place. And the Pirates are 63 and 63, nine and a half games out of first place. Cincinnati 55 and 70, 17 games out of first place. And in the National League West, Arizona holding on to a half-game lead over the Colorado Rockies. Yes, I said that right. The Dodgers have fallen off the map. Arizona is 69-56 and 56 in first place. Colorado, half-game out of them at 68-56. and 56. The Dodgers, 67-58, and 58, two games out of first place. And the, the Giants are 62-64, and 7.5 out. San Diego, 49-78, and 78, 21 games out of first place. So we'll see what happens going forward. If if uh, LA can catch up two games out of first place, they can catch up. Arizona and Colorado. Colorado's still playing the Padres right now. And Arizona is playing the Angels. So they're making up games. And the Dodgers are playing St. Louis, who are still hypothetically and mathematically still in the playoff hunt in the National League Central. I was talking to my uncle... On Sunday at the Mud Hens game, we went to the Mud Hens game together. Had a great time. I love my uncle. And uh, I said, the three races to watch in baseball right now, the American League West, the National League East, and the National League West are pretty much the three races to watch because it could be anybody's race. The Central is pretty much wrapped up with the Cubs, but you can't count out Milwaukee. The American League Central, it's all Indians. The American League East is all Red Sox. So we'll see what happens going forward. As you're listening to All Andy Offer tonight right here on the Anchor Network via iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, however you're listening to us, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. And now, do I have to really talk about them? Okay, that's fine. We're going to talk about the Mudhens in the International League. 
and the struggles that are, are the Mud Hens lately. And the Mud Hens' woes continue as they split the series against the Rochester Red Wings, the second to last team in the International League North Division. Rod, uh, Syracuse is the worst at 55 and 71. And by the way, when I was on vacation, Syracuse swept Toledo. How is that possible? How is that possible? At 55 and 71, it's showing you how bad and how much the Tigers raped the Mud Hens this year. They raped them. Nico Goodrum, gone. Jim Adusi, gone. Boyd, gone. Jacob Turner, up and down all year round. The Mud Hens got raped. And it's proving it now at the stretch run where they can't and they're not going to make the playoffs. They're four and a half games out of first place. But let's talk about this weekend series first and foremost. And let's start with Thursday's four. It was a four-game series against the Rochester Red Wings, the top farm team of the Minnesota Twins. And let's talk about Thursday. Pathetic! Absolutely pathetic! It was 8 nothing at the end of the second inning. Excuse me, the sixth inning. Rochester put up 15 on Toledo. And I said it again. They are the second worst team. The second worst team in all of International League Baseball. They put 15 runs on the board. And they beat Toledo 15-2. Romero gets the win. He goes to 5-4 with a 3.09 ERA. Alexander the loss. He goes to 3-6 with a 5 ERA. Wade, Kramer, Vargas, all homering for Rochester. Wade his 4th. Kramer his 3rd. Vargas his 17th. Then we get to Friday's game. Toledo finally gets a win. Stopping the 4-game skid. With a 4-1 victory. Hall gets the win. He goes to 3-0 with a 2.61 ERA. Littell gets the loss. He goes to 4-6 with a 3.63 ERA. Uh, Cormer gets the save. His fourth of the season as the Mudhens get the win 4-1. Then he gets Saturday. The Mudhens were still in it. They were in it all the way to the end. And they fell apart in in the late stages of the 7th and 8th inning. Early in the 7th and 8th inning. Couldn't get the job done as Rochester beats Toledo. 3-2. DeJoy gets the win. He goes to 1-2 with a 3.68 ERA. Smoker gets the loss. He goes to 3-2 with a 2.41 ERA. Boxdale gets the save for Rochester. His first of the season for Rochester in the game. No home runs hit. Both teams did not hit home runs in the game. Then you get to Sunday. And it was a barn burner. I, I was there with my uncle. He had a great time. We sat down the uh, third baseline. Uh... About probably about six or seven rows from the field. Um, got a good chance to watch him, watch the game with him. Had a great time with him. You know, he's part of the uh, Arnold's Home Improvement uh, 
roof contest, find me on my Facebook and Twitter account, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tag their house in there. And make sure you vote for their house so they can get a brand new roof. My uncle has stage 4 cancer, and um, you know our, the medical bills keep piling up, so a new roof would help him out and help our help his help us out as a family to see him, you know, taken care of with his house. And the Mud Hens and the international rule plays into play for both teams in extra innings. That the Mud Hens had a chance to win it in the ninth inning, could not get the job done. Following a fall apart in the ninth inning, can't get the job done. They tie Rochester ties it up at three. Going into extras, Rochester then, excuse me, at two, Rochester scores in the extra frame to make it three to two, and then the international rule comes into play. A single for single to start it off with the runner on second moves into third, and another single brings that run home. It's now three three. The bases were loaded, and a walk off home run, a walk off single for Cervantes. And the Mud Hens cruise to a 4-3 victory. Thurber gets the win. He goes to 4-1 with a 3.51, 3.50 ERA. Curtis Delossi goes to 2-4 with a 2.90 ERA. Vargas homered in the game, his 19th of the year, hitting the Frickers building, hitting the window. I don't think it shattered or broke, but it hit the window. I, I saw it ricochet off the window and back on, and the girl caught it out there in right field. But the Mudhens getting the victory and splitting the series against Rochester. And you know, I said it again. I will say it at the beginning of the show. I said it this now. There is no chance that Toledo is going to catch up. They are playing everybody in the division now. You got to play four against Columbus this week. Three against Louisville. And then you go to the road and play Indianapolis for three times. And then you finish the season in Columbus. I don't see it happening. I really don't. And all, everybody's like, well, you got to have faith, Andy. You got to believe. Or we're selling the tickets already for playoffs. You're jinxing them. You never sell playoff tickets until you have an X next to your name. When you have an X next to your name, you can start selling the playoff tickets. Plain and simple. Absolutely plain and simple. The Mayans don't have it, and they won't get it. They won't get it. Looking at the standings going into tonight's play, both all the International League teams and the Pacific Coast were off last night. So let's look at the standings going into tonight's play. Lehigh Valley is 75-51 and 51 in first place in the International League North. Scranton, 65-59, and 59, nine games out of first place. Pawtucket, who is going to be leaving to go to Wooster, I'll talk about that here in just a second, is 59-65, and 65, 15 games out of first place. Buffalo, 58-65, and 65, 15 and a half games out of first place. Rochester is 56-68, and 68, 18 games out of first place. And Syracuse is 55-71, and 71, 20 games out of first out of first place. The IL South looks like this. Durham is 69 and 54 in first place. Norfolk 65 and 59. Four and a half games out of first place. Gwinnett 60 and 63. Nine games out of first place. And the Charlotte Knights are 56 and 67. 13 games out of first place. So now let's look at the IL West. This is a big one right here. Indianapolis is in first place at 68 and 58. 
they're one or they're three and seven in their last ten. They've won two straight. Columbus is sixty-seven and fifty-nine. They're a game out of first place, six and four in their last ten. They've lost their last two. Toledo is sixty-three and sixty-two, four and a half games out of first place. They're four and six in their last ten. Louisville running out the division. They're fifty-four and sixty-nine, twelve and a half games out of first place. The Mudhens open up a three-game. Will now hit the road for a quick three-game road trip in Louisville. It'll be Chad Ludwig on the hill tonight, six thirty start time. It'll be Ladwick, excuse me. He's five and four with a six point three nine ERA. Sims on the bump. He is four and four with a two point nine two ERA. Six thirty start time for that one. Wednesday sees Alexander on the hill for Toledo. He's three and six with a five ERA. It'll be Nicole. Five and six with a four point four nine ERA, six thirty start time for that one. The concluding game Thursday will see Hall on the hill. He's three and zero with a two point six one ERA. Lopez for Toledo for uh, Louisville is five and eleven with a four point four four ERA. Those games six thirty start times and a six o'clock start time on Thursday at at Louisville Slugger Field in Louisville, Kentucky. Then Toledo will come home for the final homestand of the season as they'll play four straight against the Columbus Clippers, the 23rd, 24th, excuse me, the 24th, the 25th, the 26th, and the 27th. 27th, the last home game of the season, a Monday night, 6.30 start time for that one. Sunday's game, the 26th, is a 4.05 start time for that one, so make note of that. You can get your tickets for the final homestand of the season and the final season, final home season stand of the season and of the year for the Mud Hens by calling 419-725-HENS or visiting ToledoMudHens.com. Other games in the IL to look out for. Columbus is in Indianapolis. We are looking for Columbus to beat Indianapolis. You know, it help, it'll propel, propel them. And then Toledo's just got to win their games against Louisville. Columbus and Indy, 7.05. Charlotte is in Norfolk tonight, 7.05 start time. Durham is in hosting the Gwinnett Braves, 7.05 start time. Lehigh Valley in Syracuse, 6.35 start time. At 7.05, Rochester hosting the Pawtucket Red Sox. And it will be Scranton taking on Buffalo, 7.05 start time for that one. Uh, Pawtucket is leaving the International League. And the franchise is getting moved to Worcester, Massachusetts. I feel sad and hurt for the fans in Pawtucket. That ballpark is absolutely beautiful. McCoy Stadium is an absolutely beautiful ballpark. All the renovations that they've done, all the money that the city has invested, and this franchise is going to pick up and leave and go to Worcester, Massachusetts to be the new Red Sox. I, I just don't see it. I just can't believe it. I don't believe it at all. It, it it just it shows you where the almighty dollar goes, and where baseball needs is is going. It, it it sucks. It really sucks. We'll we'll talk more about that as we get more information. But like I said, Pawtucket is leaving the IL and is moving the franchise to Worcester, Massachusetts, for. They become the new Red Sox team there with a brand new ballpark in downtown. So we'll see what happens with that. As you're listening to All Andy Offer tonight, right here on the Anchor Network, whether that be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, 
Thank you for tuning into the program tonight. And let's dive into the NFL. Boy, oh boy, do we got a lot to talk about tonight on this edition of the program. The Lions stink. I'll just say it. Absolutely horrendous. What is what is there to say? The Lions were absolutely pathetic in their last preseason game. Now, the game against the Raiders, they were competitive. Okay? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They were competitive the whole entire time against the, against the Raiders. And now they come home for their first home opener against the New York Giants. And they absolutely lay an egg. An absolute egg. And they get beat by a Giants team that did not start Peyton Manning, folks. They did not start Peyton Manning. Jake Rudock had a fantastic game. Stafford, horrible. Two for five for 51 yards. No TDs, no INTs. Rudock, 23 for 30. 171, one TD, one, uh, one TD, no INTs. LeGarrette Bunt had 11 carries for 32 yards. Rob Martin for the Giants had 7 carries for 47 yards and a touchdown. Webb was the starter for the Giants. He went 14 for 20 for 140 and 1 TD. And I saw the Giants game last week against the Browns. And they looked flat. And I figured, oh, the Giants are playing the Lions. There's a good chance that the Lions could actually get a win. In preseason, I know it's preseason. I'll say it again, it's just preseason. Doesn't really matter, you know, when the games start counting. But seeing how the first team played basically the first, like the first, probably they did four or five drives, it's kind of scary to me. The biggest play of the game for the first teamers was a 51-yard reception. And Stafford threw it right over the middle. Ugh. That was the only positive out of the whole thing. But it's just a preseason. All right? It's just a preseason. Let's relax. You know, game two. This next one is the dress rehearsal. And boy, oh boy, the Browns get better. I'll tell you this right now. The Browns are getting better. They played a decent game against the Bills. And they but they got they lost in the losing effort. As the Bills cruised to a 19-17 win. And by the way, the Giants cruised to a 30-17 win over the Detroit Lions, by the way. Buffalo 19, the Browns 17, Allen for the Bills 9 for 13 for 60 yards, 1 TD1, no INTs. Murphy Four touches for 39 yards, no touchdowns in the game. For Baker Mayfield in this game, he had seven completions for 13 uh, out of 13, 75 yards, no TDs, no INTs. Nick Chubb had a great game. 11 touches for 53 carries, 53 yards, one TD in the game. Tyrod Taylor started the game. He was four for seven for 22 yards, no touchdowns, no INTs. So, and what I've seen for the Browns, the Browns defense is getting better. They're getting they're getting better. But we'll see. Like we we play the games in less than three weeks. 
Less than three weeks, folks. We start the season. In other games in the NFL in the preseason, Philadelphia was a loser to the New England Patriots in a rematch of the Super Bowl from last year. As New England gets a 37-20 victory over the Philadelphia Eagles, the Jets were a loser to the Washington Football Club, 15-13. That game, Monday night game, was a Thursday night game, but it was on ESPN. Great outing for Sam Darnold, in my opinion, in that one. Uh, Pittsburgh loses to Green Bay, 51-34. Kansas City, a 28-14 victory over the Atlanta Falcons. Miami, 20. The Carolina Carolina Panthers, 27 Arizona winner twenty to fifteen over the New Orleans Saints. Jacksonville fourteen, Minnesota ten. The Oakland Raiders, next soon to be the Las Vegas Raiders, fifteen. The Rams nineteen. The Dallas Cowboys struggled against the Natty themselves, the Bengals, as the Bengals cruised to a twenty one thirteen victory over the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco thirteen. The Houston Texans sixteen. Tampa Bay a winner thirty to fourteen over the Tennessee Titans. There you go, Lisa. You got a got a victory right there. The how about the Bears beating the Broncos 24-23? Unbelievable. Chargers getting a 24-14 win over Seattle. And Baltimore on Monday night got the win over the Indianapolis Colts 20-19. So now we're into th- preseason game week number three. And this is what I call the dress rehearsal. You have to at least start your starters. In my opinion, for the first half of the game, start to finish. And I'll start Thursday night on Fox with the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Cleveland themselves. Yes, the Cleveland Browns host the Philadelphia Eagles. 8 o'clock kickoff for that one on Fox. Friday looks like this. New England is in Carolina. The Giants are hosts are on the road to play the Jets. It's basically a battle of New York right there. Denver is in Washington. Seattle is in Tampa is in Minnesota. Green Bay is in Oakland. And on CBS at the same time, the Detroit Lions are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Saturday looks like this. The games are as follows. Kansas City is in Chicago. Houston is at LA to take on the Rams. Tennessee is in Pittsburgh. San Francisco is in Indianapolis. Atlanta is in Jacksonville. Baltimore is in Miami. And New Orleans heads out to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Sunday, there's two games on the docket. Both games on the national stage. Cincinnati is in Buffalo to take on the Bills. And Arizona is in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. The Cowboy game is on NBC. See, uh, Fox will have the Cincinnati-Buffalo game. That's a 4.05 kickoff, 8.05 kickoff for the, the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Like I mentioned before, the NFL preview show for us is tomorrow night. It will be live and we'll be on the air at 8 o'clock. We'll give you everything. You'll hear my opinion about who I think is going to win the Super Bowl this year, how your team is going to do, especially the Lions, the Browns, the Steelers, the, the Cowboys, the Raiders, Tampa Bay. You'll hear all my opinions on everybody's team tomorrow as well as who I think is going to lift that Vince Lombardi trophy and who I think is going to make the playoffs. You'll be surprised. That's tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, right on the Anchor Network. We're in talks of doing it a Facebook Live. We'll see what happens with that. But you won't want to miss this one. This is going to be a big show. A big, big show.
as you're listening to all Andy Alford tonight, right here on the Anchor Network via iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcasts Now, wherever you're listening to us and however you're listening to us. Thank you for tuning into the program tonight. And while we're talking the gridiron, we got some news today. The top 25, excuse me, yesterday, we got the top 25 announced in college football. And I'll tell you this much, folks. I am shocked. So here's what the Associated Press has. And bear with me. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to talk about this for a little bit, all right? So get ready for this. They have Alabama World High at number 1. Clemson at 2. I could see that. Georgia at 3. I can see that as well too. Georgia's a very good team this year. But Wisconsin at four, yeah, I can, but no, I can't. But they have Ohio State at five. That's understandable, okay? Washington six, I'm surprised about that. Oklahoma at seven. Miami is eighth right now. The Hurricanes are eighth ranked, okay? Make mention of that because Miami is coming to Toledo, to play the Rockets at the Glass Bowl. They could be a top 10 team. Auburn at 9. And then you have Penn State at 10. I could see that. Michigan State at 11. That's a little high in my book. Michigan State should be where TCU's at, or excuse me, USC's at, at 15. And Notre Dame's at 12. I could see that. I think Notre Dame should be a little bit higher. They should be where Penn State's at at 10. And Penn State at 11. And USC at 12. Stanford's at 13. Michigan's at 14th ranked. The 14th ranked Michigan Wolverines. 15th is USC, like I mentioned. 16th TCU. West Virginia's 17th ranked. Mississippi State, 18th ranked. The 19th ranked team of the country is the Florida State Seminoles. 20th is Virginia Tech. UCF. 21st, 22nd is Boise State, 23rd is Texas, and get this, Oregon is the 24th ranked team in the country, the Ducks. Okay, they opened the lines up today for the first for the first week of college football. Bowling Green's got to go out to Oregon. Do you want to guess what the point spread is? This was that check last night. 77 and a half. Not total. 77 and a half. We're going to get killed. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this. I, I, I said it to a... Uh, a friend of mine today, when I saw that opening line, he said, take the points. I said, I'm not going to take the points. It's going to be more. And it's going to be all Oregon. 
I said it. I said it. it's going to be 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. At halftime, it's going to be like 42 to something. And then halfway through the third, they're going to start doing the running clock. I guarantee you. It's going to be an absolute pathetic performance for the Falcons. Oregon's the best, one of the best teams in the country. They could beat Maryland now because of the whole coach is in administrative, administrative leave right now because of the situation between him and his assistant coaches. Bowling Green could pick up a victory at home against Maryland. And by the way, we're going to be there for opening day for Bowling Green. Yes, I will say it again. Bowling Green has a, has, is aware that we're going to be there. Oh, yeah. We're going to be there. I'd be white out in conditions. And I don't understand why it's a white out. I, I said it earlier, last time we were on the air, Bowling Green has decided to use Dwight Perry Stadium for their game as a white out game. Maryland's road jerseys are white, folks. Why, God, let's orange out. Bowling Green's colors are orange and brown. Why white? Answer me that. Why white? It's not snowing. It's not cold weather. So why in God's name is it a whiteout? We're not Winnipeg. And we're not, you know, we're not. Why? It should be an orange out. Or if you're on the other side, it should be a brown out. Because that's what's going to happen. We're going to brown out against Oregon and compete against Maryland. And I will say it again. I will say it until it happens. Mike Jenks, is, if he does not produce a winning record this year with this program, he's got to go. Got to go. I'm hearing good things out of the UT camp. That's not good. That is definitely not good. Ohio is going to be good this year. Kent State's going to be good this year. Buffalo is going to be fantastic. Akron's going to be good. Miami, not so much. So. We have to win games. We have to have a winning record. If we don't get a winning record this year, Jenks has got to go. The administration has to listen to the fans and listen to the donors and listen to the alumni that and, and you, the fans, that go out and buy the tickets. When you see an empty Doit Perry Stadium come November when the team's only got two wins on the year... You're going to say to yourself, damn, they should fire Mike Jenks. And they should. The most arrest in all of football this year. Five arrests. His coaching staff in hot water. Him in hot water. It's a damn joke. If, if Bowling Green 
has any shred of capability and are listening to this podcast, which I doubt they are. I doubt they are. Do the right thing. Investigate him. Kick him out. If you don't kick him out before the season, kick him out at the end. Because it is not the culture that you want at Bowling Green. It isn't. It is certainly not the culture. USA Today also came out with their poll. Alabama at 1, Clemson 2. They have Ohio State at 3. Georgia 4, Oklahoma 5, Washington 6, Wisconsin 7, Miami 8, Penn State 9, Auburn 10, Notre Dame at 11, Michigan State at 12. Stanford is 13th, Michigan 14th ranked. USC 15th ranked, TCU 16th ranked, Virginia Tech 17, Mississippi State 18, the Seminoles of Florida State 19, West Virginia 20th, Texas 21, Boise State 22, UCF 23, and LSU at 24. So if you look at the two, um, really, you look at the two, I mean, some of it is, it's a, it's a toss-up. Like, LSU is in there. We'll see what happens. Two weeks. This, on September 1st. Less than a week. Yeah, it'll be about yeah, about a week and a half till we start the college football season. Looking forward to it. As you're listening to All Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network via iTunes, SoundCloud. No, not SoundCloud. Excuse me. Mixcloud. No, not even Mixcloud. Google Podcast. And Spotify. That's right. Spotify. You can't count out Spotify. And as well as Podcast Now. Wherever you're listening to us and however you're listening to us, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. Um, let's dive a little bit quickly into the NHL. A couple signings and a little news and notes to talk a little bit about as well before we get into the end of the program tonight. NHL news and notes to pass along to you. Ty Smith signs a three-year deal with the New Jersey Devils. Dusty and Torlinski signs a one-year deal with the New York Rangers. And we are still on the uh, Artani Panarin watch. We'll see what Panarin does. We're getting closer and closer to that September deadline that he was going to make the decision. And um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so, I, 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 by the way, I want to make mention of this too. Uh, the Red Wings and the Blue Jackets tickets are going on sale. The Red Wing tickets will be going on sale this upcoming Friday. Jacket tickets go on sale this Friday as well too. You can visit uh, bluejackets.nhl.com. If you're an Ohio resident... You'll get first dibs of the tickets. In Michigan, if you're a Michigan resident, you'll get first dibs on the tickets as well, too. So, looking forward to both seasons starting up pretty soon. We're, I mean, we're less than a month, less than three weeks away from the start, three or four weeks away from the start of uh, training camps beginning. That tells you something. That tells you something, my friends. Hockey season's right around the corner. So, um, it's time for Andy Rants tonight. As we're getting closer to the end of the program tonight. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's happening. Not only in um, in Columbus. So the whole Urban Meyer situation 
we'll 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 dive into that. They're gonna make mention. They're gonna announce it tomorrow on the tomorrow with the committee and everything like that. Or it could be next Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll talk about that on on Friday's edition of the program. But I want to talk about Ohio State first and foremost. Why is it that Ohio State Stadium can fill? Fill and host events like Taylor Swift, um, Beyonce and Jay Z, um, a big country festival that they had, um, big names in the shoe, but the Blue Jackets can't get an outdoor game. Now, bear in mind, yes, the ratings would be down unless you promote it as. You know, Pittsburgh playing Columbus or Detroit playing Columbus in Columbus. Because the Jackets deserve an outdoor game. They do. The fans have always been wanting one. And I've been one of those that has been a supporter of that. Now, I've heard that they should play it at McAfee Stadium where the crew plays at. And no. If you're going to do it, you do it at the shoe. And you compete with what Michigan did with when Detroit played Toronto. They had the biggest crowd at a NHL game at 124,000. You could certainly do that at Ohio State Stadium. You could definitely do it. And to have it be a matchup between Detroit and Columbus would be perfect because it's Ohio State, Ohio versus Michigan. I was at a concert this past weekend up in Detroit at DTE, and people were booing the state of Ohio. They were booing because the the band that night before was in Ohio, and they were cheering loud and everything like that. You know, why can't you know why can't Columbus get an outdoor game? Come on, Gary, get on it. You loved it when we had the All-Star game. You loved it when we did the draft. You loved it when we came into the league. You loved the atmosphere of the program of of the of the product on the ice and the fans that provide that that spark. So why in God's name haven't you decided, "Oh, let's give Columbus uh, a, an outdoor game." You're going to play the you're going to play the the Blackhawks and the Bruins at Notre Dame Stadium. There's not. Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me? You should be playing Columbus at Detroit. It could be next year or the year after. 2020 would be perfect. Or 2021 would be perfect. An outdoor game is needed in the state of Ohio. We've done one here in Toledo. Great crowds on hand, sellout crowds. We had people from Fort Wayne when the Fort Wayne game happened. They drove all the way from Fort Wayne to watch it because they wanted to see it be a part of history. Bring the state of Ohio together. Bring the fans that are in Cleveland. Bring the fans here in Toledo, Cincinnati. You bring them all to Columbus for the game. And you bring the fans that were in Detroit that want to see, be a part of history, that couldn't get a chance to go to Michigan or couldn't get a chance to go to Wrigley Field. Put an outdoor game 
at the shoe. And Ohio State, here's the thing. You have a turf field. You took off the turf, or you laid a cover on the top of the turf when the concerts were there. Why not do it again for a hockey game? And I make mention of this now, too. Why doesn't the University of Toledo do that? With the walleye. The walleye are doing, have done outdoor games at Winterfest out at Fifth Third Field because they could use the facility. Let's break a record for the most people to attend an outdoor hockey game in the ECHL with the walleye playing at the Glass Bowl. The Glass Bowl will sit empty. They're gonna, it's going to sit empty. So why not play? Why not play at the Glass Bowl? If you don't want to play at the Glass Bowl, why not play at Bowling Green? You can use the outdoor facilities there. I mean, and then you could have Bowling Green's hockey team play there. Play a couple outdoor games. Get some crowds for it. We'll see. I don't think they'll listen to me, but, you know, well. But that's just my opinion. As you're listening to all Andy offered tonight, right here on the Anchor Network. And a little couple plugs to make mention before I begin tonight, before I close up shop here at the in the Man Cave Studios. Going on right now at the Libby Factory Outlet is the warehouse sale. Tons of product out there. Starting as low as 15 cents all the way up to, get this, a dollar. Yes, and $2 for plates. If you're going back to college, this is a spot to go to, folks. The millennial, you millennials out there, you want to stock your cupboards up before the holidays? This is it right here, folks. Visit us at 205 South Erie Street in the downtown warehouse district, the Libby Factory Outlet. Setting your table right. For more than 200 years. And don't forget that this weekend is the German American Fest. So bring a guest and come to the fest. Yes, the 53rd, excuse me, the 54th annual German American Festival at Oakshade Grove in Oregon, Ohio. Yes, tickets are available right now by visiting gafsociety.org. That's gafsociety.org. We'll post a link on our on the program for for the gaff to get your tickets for uh we will be i will be there friday night for the opening ceremonies after we do the show here and then i'll be there saturday to work as well too um me and the missus will be working and um we're gonna be working one of the stands so you'll have to stop by and take a look give us a wave and say hello and we'll hook you up with some maybe some little bit of extra kraut on that bratwurst for you and um i also wanted to make mention of this as well too Saturday evening, yours truly will be entering into the pretzel eating contest. Yes, I said that right. 9.30, Saturday night, I will be entering into a pretzel eating contest. The winner last year only ate eight pretzels in five minutes. And they're like the little small pretzels that you would get at like, like 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 the frozen pretzels. I could do it. Come and root me on. 9.30, Saturday night at the Gaff. Pretzel eating contest. 
I'm going to be bloated full of pretzels and beer. But that's going to wrap it up for all Andy Alford tonight. And remember, tomorrow night it is the NFL preview edition of the program. You'll hear all my opinions on the on the Lions and the Browns as well as my prediction for them as well as the Steelers and other teams to make mention. Too many to make mention. So tune in tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Like I said, we're in the process of planning out the Facebook Live event as well. So until tomorrow night, this is Andy Alford saying I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together, the game of life. And to the teams behind me and to your team that you've root for at home as well, to your team that you root for at home as well, and to my teams as well, the Tigers, the Indians, the Mudheads, come on, Toledo, you got to pick up the pace. Blue Jackets, Falcons, God help us. And, of course, Michigan State and Ohio State. Victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a great night, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow for another edition of All Andy Offer, the NFL Preview Edition, right here on the Anchor Network. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford, powered by Anchor.